Oh, I'm sipping on some iced coffee right now. That, that's what certainly gets me in the mood. Hear it right there. Starbucks iced coffee, dark roast. That's it. Any iced coffee, but now I'm, I'm on this Starbucks thing. and it, it all, It's gotten even uh, increasingly heightened after my trip last week. Welcome to the podcast Behind the Mic, another episode. I was off last week. I was kind of on vacation, kind of not, for my uh, main job, Framingham State University, which is in the lovely city. It used to be a town, largest town in America, actually, at one point, Framingham, Mass. Google it. A lot of people don't believe me. Google it. But uh, as my job there, I had a conference to go to in Orlando. And my boss said, hey, it's Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Why don't you take a couple of vacation days and stay the rest of the week? So I did. They weren't free vacation days. I had to use them, but I have plenty. And I went to Disney and rode the rides, had a good time, and uh, enjoyed the sun. Feel free to like, subscribe, share this podcast. And you can find the Behind the Mic podcast on Facebook, Instagram, uh, Twitter, and I do have a TikTok. I have a personal TikTok, not a podcast TikTok. It's it's so confusing now on, on do I make personal accounts for everything? You know, I have not done that for, for everything. Um, try to separate. I, I am streaming now on Twitch. That's something I'm getting into because I'm a big gamer. And we'll get into that in just a minute. So uh, behind the mic on Twitch. Yeah, it's capital B behind, capital T, capital M all together, but easy to find. I'm up to to five followers. Can we get more than five? That would be great. So I'm pumped this week for a couple things, but I I do want to quickly talk about a trip to Disney, which I had for a conference. And I, uh, I've said it many, many times to people that I know. Um, there is no better marketer, and I don't think a better business person in the world than Disney. If you think about it, I love the origin of ideas. I really do. And to think about this guy's vision. I was walking around the park. I went to Magic Kingdom. A lot of people gave me grief for going there. Why are you going there? It's a kid's park. Oh, I actually have a good story, too, about that. Well, first of all, Space Mountain is not a kid's ride. And there's nostalgia going to Magic Kingdom. That's that's where it started. There's the Statue of Disney. There's, of course, the, the amazing castle. I mean, you have to me, you have to go there. So I'm on a, a shuttle bus from the hotel to Hollywood Studios on my first day going to the park. And the shuttle bus goes to Hollywood Studios and it goes to Magic Kingdom. So there's a lady next to me, I think a little bit older than me. And we we stop at Hollywood Studios and as the gentleman I am, I said, look to my left, they said, hey, after you. She goes, oh no, no, we're going to Magic Kingdom. And I said, oh, okay. Um, and she goes, uh, I was wondering why you were on the bus. I wasn't sure, you know, I thought you were going to Magic Kingdom and I was surprised. And I just looked at her and said, 
nope, going to Hollywood Studios. The old me would have said something. The new me, nope. And I was, can you believe that? I, I could not believe it with just easy conviction. Just, I'm surprised to see you in the bus going to Magic Kingdom. I guess it is a surprise. 48-year-old guy by himself going to Magic Kingdom maybe brings up some questions, but I'm no ordinary person. I'm someone that likes to absorb, you know, observe things, and I just, again, I wanted to go there. And uh, just see, you know, just it's immaculate. There's shops. And if you've been there and and I just I was walking around the park and it hit me that there had to be kind of a, a board meeting at some point where Walt was in a room and saying, we're going to make a, a park, a place for people to go to pay money. You know, it, you got to think at the time, I don't. I don't know how many amusement parks there were back then. I mean, I'm sure there were. I, I don't know. I, I, again, I could have looked this up on him not. But I can imagine when he said, because there's this, there's signs everywhere that he came up with the first all-kids park. And when he proposed that in the room, I can imagine people were like, are you crazy? Why would we do something where just kids, they don't have the money. And he probably said, I know, but how are they going to go? Right? Think about this. If you're looking for numbers, and minor league sports has done a great job, and uh, sports in general has done that. The old give a kid a free ticket. Well, a kid can't go. Mom and dad need to go. Say the one, you say it's just, it's two kids in your family of four. Two kids get free tickets. Mom and dad have to pay. They go during the week. That family of four spends money. It's the two tickets that were free turns into a nice thing. Now with Disney, there's no free tickets. Those two kids have to go with mom and dad. And mom and dad, and you look around the park, all these mom and dads that are paying hundred plus dollars to go to that park and basically to escort their kids around. It's actually kind of comical to look at. It's truly, in, in most of the parks are for kids, right? And mainly, the kids get, I would say, out of the percentage, a bulk of the percentage, 70, 80% of the fun, while mom and dad are lugging them around, but they still got to pay to get in. Even at, a, you know, just go to a, a soft cost of $100, a family of four, 400 bucks just to get in. Now, again, we're, we're fast forwarding, but I guarantee you all that vision in terms of business, hey, Walt said around the room, the two kids are going to need mom and dad, and then mom and dad are going to spend money. And the fact that they used Mickey Mouse as the mascot because it's those three damn circles, the easiest one to draw. It's genius. Everything about it, there's no better marketing, there's no better money-making place in the world than Disney. You can argue with me all you want. I'll never, I don't care what, business yeah you could say apple or google app disney's been doing it for 50 years and it hasn't let down that's the thing right it just keeps going and going now they get the star wars and they they get their own network it's going to go for another 50 and they're jacking prices up and they're they're jacking everything up there it doesn't matter that's a sign of a great business there's I know there's ups and downs, and, the, and of course, the pandemic hurt them. 
because their their expenses are in the billions, and when they don't bring in revenue, it hurts. But it's it's just amazing, and I am so in awe of that. Absolutely loved it. So that's why I didn't have a podcast last week. Wanted to relax down there and enjoy it. Um, Florida is interesting with in terms of the you know their policy on on the mask and all that. Uh, none of the Uber drivers cared if I wore a mask, and you know at this point, whatever. You know, I'm I'm a vaccine. I believe in the vaccine. I believed in the mask. I believed in all the things we did, but whatever. It's not even worth getting into arguments anymore. I took tests when I came home. You know, I do what is best for me. And I believe in, you know, the history of this country. My parents, remember them growing up telling me about taking vaccines and all the things that their generation got rid of. And it was very, you know, appreciative because... Those things helped all of us. Um, I told you about streaming games. Uh, I'm I've got back into playing video games seriously. Uh, not very good at it, but I was playing MLB The Show a lot, and uh, during the pandemic, and then I got the new game. And then last year, with with the season, the baseball season, the broadcasting started. I stopped, and then in the middle of, of the winter, I picked it up again. And just started playing, and I just started getting hooked to it, and I started getting better at it. And the new game, as as we speak, it's March 31st, the new game arrives. Uh, for me, I bought it early. I'm getting it on April 1st, 2022. Um, if you want to find me on PS4, it's Radio Mike 207. Is, uh, that is the um, my, my name on, on PlayStation, so... Uh, really, the community is amazing of gamers and uh, something that I'm interested in getting into. All right, there's uh, there's two big things I want to get to. And um, it's going to start with Tom Brady. And I think that, um, you know, we've gotten into a very, I, I don't want to, I'm going to say it. I think lazy way of, of maybe looking at things, lazy way of journalism. We believe anything, you know, all these rumors on the internet, especially on Twitter, about Brady and Arians' relationships, you know, that they, it was soured and that he retired. Because I don't believe any of that. I, I, I believe that they had disagreements. But it was interesting to see. And I almost tweeted this last night, but I decided not to. Almost every single person last night when Bruce Arians announced his retirement had almost the same exact tweet, like word for word. I didn't see anybody have a different opinion. And it scares me that we don't think things through a little bit more. I tried to think things a little bit more. And listen, I could be totally wrong, but I'm, I'm, I'm using common sense here. All right. Do you really think Tom Brady retired because the Bucks told him they weren't going to fire Bruce Arians? Think about that. You don't think that the Glaziers would have sided with Tom Brady over a coach? That to me is insane that you believe that. And that. He came back, so he comes back 40 days later, and then what, they purposely waited for what? Arian said they waited because he wanted to go to those league meetings with the rule changes and then announce it. Brady also went on to Instagram right after and wrote, I think, three to four paragraphs 
of how much Bruce Arians meant to him. But you will say, oh, he's doing that to cover up. Really? And what scares me about that is why are we instantly going in that direction? We instantly go in the direction that there was a conspiracy or Brady did something to force him out. That's where we go now. I don't go there all the time, but I, I feel like we are, we are living in such a this reality TV world. Brady got his way. Really? Do you think he would have done all of that? You think the Bucks would have sided with Bruce Arians? I don't think so. I really don't. I don't, in this case, you know, after I read his Instagram, Tom Brady's Instagram, and that long dedication, you don't do that to somebody you don't have a great relationship to. And Tom Brady doesn't need to do that if that was the case. If the case was he really wanted Arians out, he wouldn't have needed to do that to cover anything up. I don't think he, he is that much, you know, I think that seems like a lot. And if that is the case, then Tom Brady's gone off the deep end a little bit, right? That if he's getting, think about this. If you think Tom Brady did all that, so he retired on purpose and then wrote an Instagram post praising Arians over the top to cover up what he did. Oh, boy, that sounds a little weird to me. I just can't buy that. Why would Bruce Arians want to coach anymore? He's old. He's had health issues. He won already. He's going in the front office. Don't you think if Brady didn't want him around, you think he'd be in the front office? Well, he's got, you know, you're gonna, you'll say to me, well, the job, he's got, you know, it's just a job that doesn't mean anything. Well, I, I don't, I don't buy any of that. And here's one thing that, I haven't seen anyone bring up when it was leaked supposedly that Tom Brady was retiring and he denied it on that weekend. Adam Schefter had it first. That was also the same weekend that Brian Flores dropped all the things going on with him, including Tom Brady illegally meeting with the Dolphins. That seems a little more fishy to me that he denied retiring and that so happened, that Flores thing came out that week, and then he retired. That all died, you know, the, I, shouldn't there have been some penalties? I mean, he did something uh, fishy, no pun intended. And then he retires and comes back 40 days later. It's it's all weird, but I, I don't think that he forced, I, I just don't. And maybe I'm naive, but, um. you know, I'm not on that. And the final thing, of course, I woke up to this. I did not see the slap heard around the world. And it was the first thing I saw on my iPad when I woke up. And I was surprised. Um, and then thinking, okay, this is fake. And then realizing it's not. And for any of you out there who condone this, what Will Smith did, boy, I don't know what kind of planet you're living on. You don't make something like when you're in at that kind of event. And this is what I learned from being in professional sports and something I always tried to do as a broadcaster. It's not about me. It's not about you. It's about 
you know, when you're in a situation like that. It's about the Academy and about the Oscars and about the award show. It's about all your, your teammates. And Will Smith made it about him. And that's what Will Smith has been doing a lot. And I think, first of all, that pent-up aggression that he had had nothing to do with Chris Rock, you know. He wasn't mad at Chris Rock. All of that has to do with what's been going on in his life. His wife cheated on him with a 27-year-old who's friends with their son. And you're mad at Chris Rock making a joke about G.I. Jane? Boy, Jada Pinkett Smith gets off this pretty easy. She's married and cheats on her husband. And they've weirdly made that, made that public to everybody. Because I think they live in such a fantasy world that, yeah, why not let everybody know about your personal life? Well, I think it's a little weird. But that, Will Smith was more mad at what's going on in his life than he was at that. There's no way that that joke made him that mad. And first of all, he wasn't mad at first. He's laughing at the joke. And then apparently looks at Jada and reacts. And then there's another view of Jada laughing after Will Smith hit Chris Rock, when Chris Rock made a joke, she's laughing at him. So it's the whole thing is bizarre, but Will Smith was completely out of line. You don't hit somebody at that kind of place because you know you're sitting in the front row. Chris Rock's a comedian. He's going to make some jokes. You can't do that. It's it's unfortunate. It's a sad situation. But, you know, we've got to stop with these celebrities and, and entertainers and sports. We are just we put a, way too much, I think, stock in it. And like I'm talking about this right now, but overall, I don't really care. And I'm surprised how invested people are with this and arguing about it and just so invested. in. It. I mean, you have to understand, like celebrities and sports professional people and just entertainers they live in such a different world and they're not living in reality and what they think is bad you know them talking uh denzel washington talking about the devil coming for you when you're at the highest level i mean come on are your lives that bad seriously you're making movies you're making art you're getting paid a ridiculous amount of money i know it's a lot of work but you have to step back and realize, you know, we've been living in a pandemic. We have all this awful stuff, but there's no perspective. And it's it's sad. And for all of you that are, don't be so invested in this stuff. Be invested in your family. But I'm telling you, and I haven't heard many people, the, the pent-up aggression from Will Smith, I guarantee you was more about his wife cheating on him. And he's just had it with this whole situation. Weird. Had to address it. Didn't really want to, but that's what we do in the podcast. And finally, Deshaun Watson. This will be quick. For any of you who've now watched the deposition to understand, Deshaun Watson didn't go to massage parlors to get massages. He didn't do what Robert Kraft did because those places have cameras. And if you guys honestly think that Deshaun Watson's not guilty, again, you're crazy. If you watch the deposition, we finally know what he was doing. He was finding girls on Instagram that do 
in quotations, massages. So I'm not putting, uh, saying that these women, they don't sound like outstanding citizens either because it doesn't seem like they were licensed or qualified to do that. And he's finding what we call randos to rub them up. And we all know what he was looking for. All right? Not to say he wasn't wrong on his end. But another bizarre story in a bizarre couple of years in our country. (laughs) Boy. Hope you enjoyed it. And make sure to follow me on my social medias. Like this. Subscribe. We thank Anchor FM, the big anchor of the podcast behind the mic. Enjoy your week. Peace and love. Don't